Well, that worked out exactly how I planned, said no one ever. I Feel Awful, Chronicles of Leadership, a micro-podcast featuring Christine Sachs, Juanita Molano-Para, Katharina Schneegas, and Robert Kwong. Chronicle 107, Playing Not to Lose. So for those of you who don't know, uh, Katharina, Robert, and I all trained in the same coach training program, Accomplishment Coaching. And in the program, we you go through a lot of different distinctions about mindsets, frameworks, perspectives, outlooks on the world. And one of the ones that we were talking about today was the concept of, do you play to win or do you play to not lose? And how do you know the difference? Yeah. And full disclosure, it was with something that we were talking about. That's a quite an awesome and, um, you know, a really proud opportunity we have coming up with a conference. And we were just talking about all of our personal journeys. And Christine was kind of helping me process some of the things that we would have to do in terms of work and scheduling and things like that. And she pointed out that I may have been looking at it from a place of not wanting to lose rather than looking forward to something that would be a win. And uh, that stopped me in my tracks. And I really appreciated that. Um, I will say as one thing that I noticed in our conversation is that whenever I am in a place of not wanting to lose or looking ahead from a place of not wanting to lose, it's very much based on a past situation, past experience of not wanting something from the past to perhaps repeat itself. And that's always a very important distinction for coaches. Are you looking from the past or are you looking from a future driven perspective? Well, not even just coaches, right? If we True. think about people who are managing others, especially if those folks have <laughs> performance issues, do you relate to that person as their past and their history, which is important to do because there's some gaps to close and improvements to make, but if you're only looking at how the team or this person cannot lose, what are you really working towards? Because it's ultimately a fixing perspective or it's a fixing framework, which then anchors you to that, as you said, Robert, past behavior, past problem, and doesn't really live into how does, what's on the other side of fixing, right? Are you creating something or are you just fixing something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. One way how I often work with my own clients um, in this distinction also is the question of, are you walking away from something or walking towards something that you actually want and create? Because we sometimes don't even notice that we are, that we are <laughs> playing to not lose. It feels like we're looking for something that we, you know, we're winning, but we, because it's so, natural to us it's uh, it's our default behavior it's a pattern that we uh, that we know how to operate on and something that is very normal and um um yeah just very normal to us uh, we sometimes don't even notice that we're actually not walking towards the thing that we want to create but trying to walk away from something that we don't want to have and when you look at the the side of what there is for you to create it opens up a lot of more opportunities. So it might be also interesting to 
ask yourself the question when you are in a situation where you have to make a decision and you don't really know where to go. So check in, like as Robert said, um, how does it feel? Do I feel anything um, joyful or um, is there something lighting up when I think about what I want versus uh, what I don't want or I want to prevent? Well, I think that's an interesting point because I don't know people... I mean, look, we're coaches. We look at ourselves a lot. We ask a lot of of, the, of these introspective questions. But if I didn't have that muscle, how would I know that I was playing not to lose? It's interesting you bring that up because the first thought in our conversation that came up from that's related to our training is noticing that I'm trying to manage a situation, you know, from a place of control versus as we were talking about looking ahead for the next for this coming year what would be something that would be fulfilling? What would be something that would be kind of joyful or a win as opposed to the conversation I was having with myself? Um, and often getting an outside perspective can help you with that too. But the conversation I was having is how do I manage the situation? How do I control so that something that is unwanted that happened in the past doesn't happen again, which can kind of get in the way of joy. <laughs> Right. I mean, I think, you know, I, it's funny because like, I think some of the words that we're using may feel foreign to somebody who works in corporate America because like, oh, we're not so, or corporate Europe, right? We're not supposed to like feelings don't matter. We're at work. However, right. I assert that a lot of people join companies to get a level of fulfillment or personal satisfaction. And I assume this is true. I don't know that it's true for every individual, but when we're in a mode of creation or building, there's often such a quite a sense of momentum. You can really see the progress, either in tangible measures or in emotional measures. Like there's a sense of moving forward. Whereas if you're playing not to lose, um, I think that there's a, a very specific experience of needing to control everything, micromanaging, burden, overwhelmed because now you're not only having to build a sales platform, a leadership platform, a vision for the company or the team, you're also having to stave off what occurs as a overwhelming flood of the stuff that you have to fix, right? So in those moments, what do you do? The thing that occurs is most pressure, um, most urgent is the avoiding the stuff that's broken as opposed to seeing how creating something can potentially alleviate the bits that occur as broken and also create the goals and move the teams or the companies to the outcomes they want. Yeah, agreed. And I think the, the reflection that we offer here is also helpful when I look at it um, through the lens of the working organization of psychologists. Because something that I think everyone is, um, is is focusing on in leadership at this point already is like, we know that we have different motivators. So it's also a way to check in with your motivation, what it is that you want or you don't want, and creating more knowledge about who you are. And this is just looking at it through a slightly different facet than you probably are used to. So calls to action. One. Distinguish, like look and identify, am I playing to win? Am I playing to create something? Or am I playing to not to lose, to avoid something, to fix something? Number two, if this is tricky for you to answer at this point, look at what further information you might need. Is it something that you can access, can get access to when you reflect by yourself? Or 
are you looking for a conversation with someone who might be helpful in distinguishing that question number one number three looking ahead what are you trying to manage about the future and what do you want to be fulfilled by by the future see you next week you can follow us on the web at www.christinesaxcoaching.com.